Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert DMFC, and with me, as always, is my best friend and other host of the show, Ever Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, guys. So, actually, we did something a little different today. We're actually recording this on a Sunday, and it's actually because, um, well, Monday is my brother's birthday, so I wanted to put family first, I guess you could say. I don't know if that's necessarily the thing. But I mean, I always put family first, anyways. But but I mean, you know, I just wanted to make sure that you know, especially because it's like gonna be a jam-packed day for for Hora because we have breakfast with our dad, which I'm sure that'll be entertaining. Um, and then then we have our our family, like as, as messed up as I'm saying, here's the thing with our dad, and then we're gonna have our family. <laughs> but but yeah, so that's that's gonna be a jam-packed day for Hora. So I just didn't know like how how much was gonna be going on during the day, so I didn't want to like. Try to like stretch us out, you know what I mean? We're, I mean, we already kind of yeah, pushed, I got you. We kind of push it already as it goes. So yeah, it is. So so it is Sunday. So games are games. Well, I mean, there's like Liga MX games still going, and MLS is is going. But at least the European side, their matches are done. So we have enough to at least get a good a good show going for you. We um, have a good European. You know, I guess you could say we're the European Super League. Wink, wink of. Um, Podcast. Oh my god! For today, we'll, we'll definitely be talking <laughs> about the European Super League. I mean, there's we got a lot of things going on, man. We got headlines. We got obviously our debate. We got game recaps. We got our players of the week. Got game previews. Um, we're actually also going to be recapping and kind of doing a preview of Europa and Champions League. Obviously, the quarterfinals have been completed. We know who's in the semifinals for both these tournaments. So we'll do like a quick rundown of the quarterfinals and then kind of not necessarily like an in-depth preview because obviously the in-depth preview for the Champions League is obviously on Unhinged FC so make sure you guys check out Unhinged FC if you guys want our in-depth analysis and Edward with crazy predictions uh, of, <laughs> of Timo Verde I mean Timo Verde is still in the tournament so I mean he could still score five goals so, so there maybe that's that. what my prediction was like He'll score five goals instead of the two games. He'll score in the Man, whole dude. tournament or whatever. Shout out to Unhinged FC with that with that burn. <laughs> Their player of the week uh, was Timo Werner for scoring five goals in Edwards' imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Farah of the bench who, without even knowing, basically roasted Edward because uh, <laughs> of. So, if you guys didn't catch last week's episode, which shame on you, um, we. Obviously, Edward lost another singing bet, and he ended up singing uh, some Creed. And and uh, so far on the bench, um, Edward actually mentioned to them that he, it would have either been to sing higher from Creed or sing Usher. 
And they were like, oh, we would love to hear Edward sing Confessions on the next singing bed. It, it, in some way, without them knowing, basically was saying that Barcelona's probably going to lose again. And <laughs> Zahari was like, I didn't know what was funnier. What do you think was funnier, Edward? Honestly, I don't know. I just hope Barcelona doesn't let me down again. I may have to jump ship at this point and just be that I may go with Boa Vista at this point. <laughs> well, you know what? We're not going to have to be worried about them joining the Super League. So, I mean, this is exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We don't, we don't even know if they're going to be in the first division as far as we know. So. <laughs> but yeah, so like I, I said, yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm, I may just stick with Dortmund at this point. Shit. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, apparently Germany got Germany's got it going, but yeah. Anyway, so like yeah. I said, we got we got a big show ahead of us, and uh, we're really I, honestly, I think it's gonna be another really good show. So can't wait for you guys to listen. Um, but before we do that, we're gonna go ahead and take a break because you know we're we're lazy like that, and you're gonna hear this this very sick ad that I think you guys should take full advantage of because one, it's gonna help us out uh, so we can one day not be in a Zoom meeting. <laughs> And actually being in like a physical studio. Yeah. And, and, and two, um, you know, maybe everyone, everyone and I want to like put our day jobs one day. So. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so go ahead and check out that ad. I guarantee you want to take full advantage of it. And uh, all right, let's get to it. Hector, what was your New Year's resolution? Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it's simply hard to find time to read. What if instead of reading... You listen to someone read your books for you on Audible. Audible? Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. You'll be supporting the insert name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done. Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. And we are back once again. Take full advantage of that partner of ours because, like I said, me and I would hope to one day quit our day jobs and make this our, our job. Because uh, we would Yeah. Love I would love to wake up in the morning knowing I just have to turn on the TV and catch some, catch some soccer. So. And then I would actually keep up with it because it's really hard to do with a job where there's no TV. I literally sit in a cubicle where I have no TV and no anything, and it's pretty high pace, so it's all nothing but computer. Honestly, I would love to you, man, because I mean, obviously, you work you work a, a full-time job in the automotive industry, and then not only that, but you're also a single parent, so I mean, props to you, man. Yeah, I mean, I, they just came to pick up the kids, so I was like, you know what? Let's do this. <laughs> like I said, man, I, we, we appreciate all the hard work you do for us. But let's get going with some headlines, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have a moment there? No, I just I was just doing the fake cheer, though. Oh, okay. All right, man. <laughs> All right, let's get going with some headlines, man. Let's start things off, man. All right. We're going to talk about the Champions League a little bit later on, but let's just throw this out there, man. So, Real Madrid had a very warm welcome in Anfield. Um, I don't know if let's you... put that in the yikes pile. <laughs> yeah, yikes for sure. So as Ramadan's team buses were rolling into rolling into Liverpool, heading over to Anfield, um, Liverpool fans threw some items, which ended up leading to uh, the, the some damage on one of the 
panels of the, the windows, I guess you could say. Um, luckily, no one got hurt. I don't know why I said luckily. Look, thankfully, nobody got hurt because I guess there's like a, a lot of layers in that glass. But um, but yeah, so the only there was only damage to the bus. Um, so I mean, obviously they got Ramage got a warm welcome. I'm sure there's still some some animosity over what happened in the Champions League final, where obviously Mohamed Salah was was basically pulled his had his arm pulled out by Sergio Ramos. Um, oh god, yeah, the freaking uh, judo flip kind of shit, where he freaking tried to armbar and judo flip at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. funny enough, this actually motivated Federico Valverde, and a little little fun thing to add to this: uh, Federico Valverde actually played out of position in this game. He did start. He actually played at right back. Um, so he, I don't, I, I, I don't know at any deep level if you ever played there, but I know for sure I've never seen Federico Valverde play right back. And, and that's crazy. I mean, this kid is so versatile. So has, he's definitely, I think everyone knows he's probably one of the players I, I'm starting to have like a lot of respect for because I think he's just a very hard worker on the field. He plays in the midfield. He played on the right wing uh, recently because of some injury issues on for some wingers. And now he's playing at right back. Stepping up for this team, uh, I mean, apparently that motivated Valverde, and I mean, he had a great game. I mean, he did a solid job at the right back spot. I can't say anything, anything less. And then obviously, Real Madrid ended up eliminating Liverpool. Uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we're already, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But Eric, what do you have to what do you have to say about what went down in Anfield? I mean, dude, honestly, uh, I'm not one of those fans to be honest with you. Like, I'm not one of the like it could be the Real Madrid bus going to Camp Nou, and I'm there. I'm literally front row right there where the bus is coming through and everything. I'm not one to throw stuff or I'm not even anything. I'm just like, you know what? It's going to happen. What's going to happen? Um, yeah, I understand it. It's frustrating. And I'm pretty sure even Kelsey would agree Like with this. like He wouldn't throw anything out there like that. Um, but it just goes to show that maybe the fans have like they, they really wanted to show that oh I have no respect for this team whatsoever and the reason and I'm going to show that with this disrespect that Liverpool is going to win I'm like uh, at that point kind of what happened like you said it motivated Valverde I think it motivated the whole team like it just put some fire under their ass and they're like oh hell no we don't try to burn these dudes down like they, I'm pretty damn sure they wanted to they wanted to score more goals if they could. So it's just, it, it kind of puts it in perspective to where even, even the, the, the players and even, I, I think maybe the team itself should have been like, okay, you guys need to stop doing shit. Because then at this point, it could have escalated even more to not from just the buzz, but like to the inside, throwing bottles and stuff to the players when they were doing corner kicks and stuff like that. You know, well, I mean, obviously there was no fans in Anfield, but definitely get. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I'm sure it would have happened, but like I said, uh, karma kind of reared his ugly head as as Liverpool was eliminated from the Champions League. Um, which also, if you guys, if you guys haven't been following Unhinged FC, obviously we have a singing bet going on as well on that one. Edward's already going to be part of the singing bet there, but now Kelsey is doing the mix. Um, my fate is still not decided yet because I mean the bet was they make it to the final. They make it to the final. So 
Uh, we'll we'll we'll, oh, say, we'll get to Champions League. We'll get there. So we're we're not going to try to spoil anything just yet. But obviously, you already know. Real Madrid, I mean, if you didn't know, Real Madrid eliminated Liverpool from the Champions League in the quarterfinals. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was gonna say that one you more just, time. You just love saying that. Just because I'm sure Kelsey's listening to this right now, and Kelsey, if you get this, uh, go ahead and Kelsey. And, I'm and, so and, sorry. And add me on Twitter just so I can see that he, just to know that you're at this exact moment in the podcast where you're hearing me mention yet again. Robert did Liverpool. I apologize for Hector. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. But Robert did eliminate Liverpool in the quarterfinals. You have to say it one more time. Jeez. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, Real Madrid eliminated Liverpool in the quarterfinals. Oh my god! Okay, I'm just gonna stop talking. Jim Mernier, I'm sure he's very appreciative. See, I got it right. I got it right, Jim. And I didn't even try to do like a stereotypical French accent. So, and I know we get French listeners, so and I apologize for my French accent that I always wasn't allowed to do. But Jim Mernier, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of roasting, <laughs> uh, it, this is—I don't even—I don't know if this is like a Tottenham thing, but you have—I don't know—you have to have like the worst luck in the world. And this is what I'm going to talk about. Tottenham got roasted by their own sponsor. The fuck, really? So recently, Tottenham has partnered with Deluxe UK. Um, it, it, Deluxe UK is actually a painting. A paint company, so they they do they create they make paint very self explanatory, um, and so they made a big announcement at on the Deluxe's UK uh, Deluxe UK's Twitter account the announcement that they have partnered with Tottenham. They actually have a a shaggy dog as a mascot. I don't really know the name of the type of dog it is, but you know the shaggy dog. That was like um, the one from Ten Dollars movie, Shaggy Dog. You know, I never really saw that movie. Oh god! Uh, but like it's you know that big white white and gray dog, like super long fur. Yeah, I think it is that same dog. Man. Okay, so anyways, so they made the announcement. They had a picture of the the mascot that they have, and um, and obviously you were talking about social media. We're talking about Twitter. Mm-hmm. If, if there's one thing you know for sure besides racism in on Twitter, there's trolls, and there's a lot of them. And, and funny enough, it was actually, either, it could have honestly been Tottenham fans themselves, but also just people trolling Tottenham in general. But the worst part of it all is that Deluxe UK joined in on the trolling. And here is some of the, here is some of the things that, that were in that. It was, the, the post got deleted, just letting you know. So I, I don't know if you're going to. Oh, damn. So it got deleted. <laughs> I yeah. was about to ask you that too. So, uh, so here's one of the things. All right. So Dan mentioned. Can the dog play at center back? Like I said, the dog was featured on the post. So it was like, can the right. dog play at center back? I guess some people feel that Tottenham needs a center back. Um, and Deluxe responds, he might do a better job. Mm. <laughs> so, so boom, boom, roasted. <laughs> and then Damn. Uh, a fan, uh, one, uh, once again, someone posted, hey, can, can hey, Deluxe, can you, can you uh, paint the trophy case? And um, <laughs> they went ahead and photoshopped an empty trophy case for Tottenham. Uh, Deluxe did. Wow. Deluxe did. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would fire I, them as my sponsor. 
this is what this is my theory. I work and 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 and, 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 and humor me if you will. I'm gonna I, humor you. I feel like somebody that works in the obviously in their social media department is not a Tottenham fan. <laughs> you mean the one person who's fucking in charge of that account? Well, maybe not. Just, I mean, because you know, social media the marketing, basic marketing. I mean, obviously that you have your own. You have a social media coordinator, so maybe that's them. But I mean, obviously, with social media now being what it is now, I'm sure that there there's more emphasis on building a team for social media, which is crazy to think that that is a thing now, but it is. Um, but so maybe just somebody. I don't know. Maybe they're a Chelsea fan. Maybe they're an Arsenal fan. I feel more like an Arsenal fan just because they want to just they want to watch the world burn every once in a while because you know. Um, you know, not Ramadan. Arsenal likes to do that to their fans. Um, but <laughs> somehow, you know, just maybe just someone just didn't like the fact that Tottenham is now the sponsor of the company he works at. And, or she, or she. That could be a thing. I mean, some women can be savages. Um, yep. And I think they just decided to join it. Let's face it, every, anybody that works in social media knows that there's trolls on their posts. And what do they choose to do? Usually ignore it. This is the first time I've, well, maybe not the first time. I mean, Wendy's does a pretty good job at responding to everybody on on every troll they have. But, oh, yeah. But to partake in the troll, like to make fun of somebody that you just partnered with. That's the part that I think is is the the comical part of it all. But, anyways, like I said, this person just happens to be a fan of another London team. I should, might even throw West Ham in there, right? I think West Ham's in London. Oh, man. So, this person just happens to just not like Tottenham. And they decide to partake. I mean, like, let's face it, some of these, some of these, just these few examples, it seems pretty funny on its own. It is not, it's definitely not a good look on the company. I mean, especially because you just partnered to become the exclusive paint provider. I don't know, is there like the exclusive paint provider or? Or what it is, I'm sure it's not like a jersey sponsor or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, it's not like they're gonna walk in with like jersey splotched in there and be like, "Hey, this is a you know, like this yeah. is a look because of our sponsor." But I mean, you know, obviously Tottenham in the form that they've been lately haven't necessarily looked as good as they we all thought they were gonna be initially. Got eliminated from from Europa League. Um, you you. You you just been getting eliminated from a lot of things. You you had a lot of you, you had a lot of high hopes for this for this Tottenham team just because of who they have on their roster. You got Jose Mourinho being called a, a poor parent. I don't know how that came to be, but that happened. Um, and then Jose, you obviously have Jose Mourinho throwing your team under the bus. So that is also going on as well. Well, bigger. Oh man, man, that that is just that is sure. Not only that, but no. then also being accused of being a poor parent, which still makes no. Old Gunner was just—I don't know. Old no. Gunner just went off for some off the wall clapback. I don't well, know what he was doing. Well, no, Mourinho was the one that was accusing Old Gunner about that, about being a bad parent. Okay, so Old Gunner was just basically saying he's a bad coach. Pretty, pretty much. And then basically, yeah, I think Old Gunner even said it himself. He was like, "Oh, he was just deflecting like all these other questions by saying this," and. Mind I mean, you, he, he's I, not I, wrong. He's not wrong. He's if not wrong. One, he's not wrong. If there's one manager that knows how to deflect questions, it's Jose Mourinho. Oh yeah, and he's like I said, he's not wrong. Even I was like, oh yeah, he's not wrong. So that's why I was like, uh, 
You know, like I I understand why he he's doing that shit. That's true. But kind of going back to this, so Deluxe is going to have an investigation to see who was the who was the perpetrator that was involved in the troll job. Um, like I said, one if you guys didn't catch that part, they did delete their their post. I don't know if they deleted the post. I, I'm but I'm sure they deleted the the, the clap the. The ongoing trolling on the their their new spot their new partner, so um, I'm sure this person if they find out who it is, it's probably gonna get fired. <laughs> but it's just crazy to think that Tottenham has all this shit going for them, and the icing on the cake is you just got trolled by your own sponsor. I mean, I I don't know what to say to that honestly. At the, at this point in time, I'm just like. Okay, for example, it's kind of like um, you're sponsoring me and I go play and you got my shit and everything. And then all of a sudden, it's like you see me have a horrible game. And somebody somebody says something about me and then you go ahead and say, oh, instead of, let's say, for example, instead of defending, you know, the person or the team or whatever, you go ahead and just be like, you just add on to it. You just add fire. So it's like, and then it's like, hey, you're, being paid to sponsor me. What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Like it just, it, it just looks bad. It just looks downright bad. Like there's, there's nothing. There's no other way to look at it. I mean, you said the tweet was take it down, but it's already out there. I mean, I'm there's, sure they got plenty of screenshots of it. I'm sure there's plenty oh, of screenshots. Yeah. I'm not, pretty damn. That's that's not um, something you let slide. So. Oh fuck no, dude, dude. Everything as soon as you put it up there, just look at it this way. That's it. It's already out there. There's no way it's coming back from that. Mm-hmm. Because there's people, there's people there, there's people out there who are always looking for something. Just just something. For all we know, it was probably screenshotted because they thought the troll was funny. They didn't know it was a troll. And exactly. so they thought the troll exactly. was funny. And the next thing you know, they're like, hey, look what they said about the And then somebody's pointed out, hey, that's your sponsor. And that's you're the, like, that's the no. account of the sponsor. Yeah. And then so that's when everything just starts rolling like a giant dung, like a giant dung ball. You know, like it just, it just comes. It's just bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, man. So we'll, we'll we'll go move on from. I feel like that was two yikes right there. Like we had back to back yikes on on that one. All right, man. Yeah, it was. So this was some. So well, initially there was a lot of rumors going around this, but actually, as of today, Sunday. For those of you who don't know, we are recording this on Sunday. This is dropping on Friday, but just giving you guys a reference. We do record on, on usually on Mondays, but we are recording on Sunday. Um, initially, there were, I was going to talk about the rumors of all around the Hansi Flick, but it has actually been official. Hansi Flick will be, this will be Hansi Flick's final season at Bayern Munich, which I feel like this is his second year with Bayern Munich, but has had one hell of of a stint with Bayern Munich, obviously having having uh, was it a quintuple, winning the Champions League, winning the the Bundesliga, winning the the Bundesliga tournament. Okay, they call it a quintuple because of the you know the the UEFA Super Cup, and then winning the FIFA Club World Cup. So they won five cups in in, in one season, and then obviously now they're on the they're on track to win. Uh, I think I I think they're win, they're in the German Cup, right? Um, yes, I believe so. So uh, they're yeah. still in it. 
They're in the German Cup. They're still in the German Cup. Um, they're still in the Bundesliga. They did get eliminated from Champions League, but I mean, still one hell of a year uh, career so far for Hansi Flick in Bayern Munich. So he's had a lot of rumors going around that he would possibly be leaving Bayern Munich. Maybe it's just because he just doesn't feel challenged. To be, to be frank, I mean, we don't know if it's honestly Hansi Flick or just Bayern Munich, but Bayern Munich has looked really good since he's taken over. Um, I mean, I, yes, it, it's Bayern Munich, but you are facing other top quality teams as well as far as Champions League goes. So, I mean, I guess you can give credit to Hansi Flick because, I mean, it just, they, just look, they just look indestructible with Hansi Flick in charge. But that also could be the fact that they are just loaded with talent in Bayern Munich. But Bayern Munich basically put some pressure because they, the president, to be more specific, called for some clarity on Hansi Flick's future. He wanted to know for sure, are you committed to this club or are you not? And like I said, today, Sunday, Hansi Flick basically said that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be leaving Bayern Munich. And it's honestly for a really, really enticing reason because Hansi Flick is rumored to be taking over the German national team. Hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah. After uh, uh, they said that they were speaking about his um, um, was it was it a uh, blow? Like yeah, they were saying no. that he was talking to him, you know, about all this stuff. So, which is the thing, man. I mean. So obviously last week we had a, our debate topic about who's, who's, who's the best manager besides, besides Sir Alex Ferguson. And, and Lowe is a guy that you should definitely think about. I mean, the success he's done with Germany, he's turned that German national team around My, you know, for, since they, I believe since they got eliminated in the 2002 World, when they lost the 2002 World Cup final, when I believe Klin, uh, Jurgen Klinsmann was actually the manager at the time. I could be wrong. Yeah. But, um, he was, I believe, he was the German, the Germany national team manager at the time. Um, I forgot when Lowe took over, but I mean, as soon as he took over, this this German team was just on on their route to become what they were, and obviously winning uh, the the 2014 World Cup clearly cemented Lowe's career. Um, but it, it's just crazy to think. I mean, essentially, Hansi Flick is still going to he basically is going to have <laughs> Bayern Munich anyways, because you know that's basically Bayern Munich is basically the German national team. But okay, maybe not completely the German national team, but you get my drift. But um, but yeah, so he is rumored to take over for Germany. So I mean, I can't say that it it makes sense. Obviously, he's dominated the club level in just in a very short period. Let's see what yeah, he can I mean, do in the international. And I mean, and I, and I mean, and I mean, a lot of the players out of Bayern are literally the starters for um, for Germany. So I mean, it's kind of like he just taking over with maybe like a few drops of new blood here and there. Mm-hmm. But literally most of, most of the players come out of Bayern. Um, so, I mean, see, I don't think you'll have that hard of a job. Um, oh, no. The German national the same team place. is probably like the best place to be. Hansi mm-hmm. Flick just, just seems to be get, gets put in these good situations for himself. I mean, clearly he earned it. I mean, like, it's not like Bayern Munich isn't going to sought after you unless you were good. And now you, have, oh, yeah. and now you're looking at to replace one, one of the best German national team, probably one of the best national team managers. Uh, one of the best yeah. for sure. And, and low. And I mean, that's, that's a big shoes to fill, but I think Hansi Flick is the guy 
So I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll find out obviously when if, if Hansi Flick does end up taking the German national team job, which I assume he would. I mean, that's not a job you you won't say no to. You know what I mean? Um, so it's yeah. gonna be inter- interesting to see. But anyway, there is some rumors shaking around, and Bayern Munich has been rumored to either be looking at Julian Nagelsmann, which is the manager of RB Leipzig, the very young manager of RB Leipzig. I don't know if you if you knew that at work, but I believe he's actually thirty three. Thirty three? I could be wrong, but I think last time I checked, Julian Nagelsmann is actually around thirty three years old. Uh, let me see. Why is Julian Eggleston not such a popular name? <laughs> because of the way that the last name is spelled, bro. The first thing that popped up, yeah, he's 33 years old. The first thing that popped up when I looked, when I, when I typed in Julian was Julian Edelman, which, uh, shout out to his career. He retired. So shout out to Julian Edelman. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the young, I mean, look what he's done with RB Lights. They are, the closest team to Bayern Munich right now in, in the table, but I mean, obviously he's exciting. He's young. Um, I, it's it's not shocking to see Bayern Munich wanting. I guess even even likes the idea of a young manager, like they like taking young players from everybody else. Um, and also the other manager that is rumored with them is ex Juventus manager Allegri, are also rumored oh. in the situation if Flick chooses to leave, and obviously Flick is leaving, so. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Bayern Munich. Obviously, that's also a very enticing uh, location to be, obviously, Bayern Munich. A lot of resources, a lot of talent. Has a pretty good youth academy. Not many people talk about the youth academy, but has a really good youth academy. Um, probably just because of the fact that they do steal a lot of players from FC Dallas. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you do what you got to do, right? But, yeah, so it's going to be exactly. really... Bayern Munich is going to be an interesting team to follow, um, especially this summer, to see what they're going to do. And, and I seriously, I am going to be excited to see when Hansi, if Hansi Flick takes over Germany. I'm going to say if just because obviously we don't know until it's official kind of thing, but obviously it looks like it's going to be that's what's going to happen. I really can't wait to see what Hansi Flick does with the German national team. Yeah, I mean, it- it would be pretty cool to watch it. Like I said, I think it's just going to unfurl into just uh, Bayern Munich, the super powerhouse Germany that we all know. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, I guess you could say it would be left in good hands if he takes over. Yeah, for sure. All right, Edward. Mm-hmm. Debate time. All right, this debate topic actually doesn't come from anybody. This is literally, I was like, well, we have to talk about this in the show. And this is the perfect place to talk. I mean, honestly, we kind of did touch up on this, like in a pre, like way, like in the early days of uh, insert name Ooh. FC. So yeah, obviously, I'm sure one most of you probably never never saw that episode or listened to that episode. But we're gonna touch up on it, especially because things are looking to be shaking up in the world of European soccer. And Edward, it's the thing you and me both dreaded. Super League, the European. I told, I told you that she was gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So for those of you who don't know, European Super League is will consist of. Let, let's let's just talk about how this league is gonna be formed. Well, let's talk about the, the there's twelve huge clubs. Well, I'll throw an asterisk on huge because I mean some of them are probably comical, but 
Here are the 12 big clubs that that are looking to be part of that 15 founding club. Uh, we'll get more into the whole 15 founding club thing. But from the Premier League itself, you have Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Liverpool. The comical part is obviously Arsenal because I don't know how the hell they are part of they would anybody would want them to be part of this league. And I don't know why Arsenal would want to be part of this league, especially when if if they're going to be focused on the European Super League. You might this might be your best shot at winning the Premier League. So <laughs> there's my there's my little my, my little piece on that. But AC Milan, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Inter Milan, Juventus, uh, Real Madrid are some of the clubs that are looking to start up this European Super League. And how is this league going to work? We'll go ahead and explain. So, according to the statement, the competition will work thus. 20 participating clubs with 15 founding clubs and a qualifying mechanism for a further five teams to qualify annually based on achievements in the prior season. So, obviously, the consistency is going to be 15 clubs along yeah. with an additional five. Right. Midweek fi- fixtures will, with all participating clubs, continue to compete in their respective national leagues. So it's not necessarily like they're going to move away from the Premier League or La Liga or Serie A, but this is kind of like, this is also going while we're doing this. Preserving the traditional domestic match calendar, which remains the heart of the club game. And August start with clubs participating in two groups of 10, playing home and away fixtures, with the top three in each group automatically qualifying for the quarterfinals, teams finishing fourth and fifth will then compete in a two-legged playoff for the remaining quarterfinal positions. A two-leg knockout format will be used to reach the final at the end of May, which will be staged as a single fixture at a neutral site. So basically, what this is is just a longer version of the Champions League. That's what yeah, I'm pretty much. You're going to play a season, and then you're going to have playoffs. That's it. That's what's happening. Huh. Where have you seen this before? So it's so ridiculous, man. Like, obviously, I mean, okay. One, the debate that he and Edward obviously isn't about should they be a Super League because we, we both said it. It's stupid. It's pointless. You're taking away from your leagues. And, and I get it that you want competition, but that's the point of the fucking Champions League is that's where your competition comes into play. That's where your challenge comes. You earn the spot in Champions League by placing in a top four or top four spot, obviously, depending on what league you're in. But depending on a qualifying spot, you get to go to the Champions League. That's where you get tested. That's how you prove that you're one of the best, in, in the, at least in Europe, and then obviously qualify for FIFA Club World Cup. And I believe that's actually planning on getting expanded as well. But that's how you get your money. That's how you prove your worth. That's, that, that, that's how everybody loves it. Everybody loves Champions League. You do this, you're taking away the Champions League. You're taking the value of winning the Champions League because what the hell is the point of having a Champions League when you do this stupid league, whatever the fuck it is? That's, but obviously, like I said, me and Edward, we, we both kind of set our opinions on it. Obviously, we don't like it. We think it's stupid. It shouldn't be, it should just keep it as a Champions League. The Champions League is fun as it is because it's not that you, like, okay, would it be cool to see Bayern Munich versus Ralph? Okay, now Bayern Munich is not part of it at all. Uh, Real Madrid versus versus Matt Liverpool. Yeah, it's cool, but you're gonna see that 
every single year. And that's not the fun part. The, the fun part of the Champions League is, oh, man, I, I want to see Borussia Dortmund take on PSG. Okay, PSG is also not part of the Super League as well. But PSG or Dortmund. <laughs> basically, the German teams and the French teams were like, nah, we're good. Smart on them. <laughs> but so, like, the thrill of the Champions League was because of these possible matchups to see Barcelona take on Manchester City, to see, um, to see Atletico Madrid go up against Manchester United. Like, those were the, like, it's because it's the excitement of the possibilities, which you look forward to with the Europa Super League. Yes, you get to see those teams face off, but now it's just kind of like a regular basic. There's no thrill about it. There's no excitement of, oh my God, we just drew against, we just drew against Bayern Munich. Like, it's not like that. Yeah. And, and so it's like, for me, it sucks. I don't like it. And th- like I said, this isn't what we're debating on because me and Edward both have made it very clear that we don't like the European Super League. We think it's stupid. Uh, I'm basically, I'm kind of, I guess, speaking on Edward's behalf, but Edward, go ahead and throw in your two cents into you. I mean, dude, I mean, I was, you hit the nail on the head, and I'm not, I'm not going to back you up on that because, or I'm not sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not going to stop you because I back you up on that. Like, I, I, I agree that that shit is just ridiculous. Like, I don't think it's a good idea. I, I hate the fact that Barcelona is for it. I'm just yeah. like, why? And that's, that's how I feel as well with Real Madrid being part of it as well. Arsenal, I just, why? Like, this is Arsenal's trying to. Grasping a straw. Right now, there's a there's a big asterisk right now with you called a big club. As to be honest, um, let's be real. I mean, the only reason why the only reason why people talk about Arsenal is either by, because of comedy or the fact that it's a historical club that has definitely fell off over the years. But that's not what we're we're talking about. The the debate is actually what FIFA, UEFA, the EPL, Serie A, La Liga plan on doing to stop. This from happening, and I'll throw FIFA in later. But basically, the rest of the leagues, UEFA, I'll throw. Well, I mean, UEFA is kind of included in. But basically, they're prepared to ban these clubs from competing in their respective leagues, and that's including the league tables and domestic cups. So, if if Manchester City decides that they don't want to compete, you know, want to do the the super the European Super League. Well, guess what? Now you can't have it. You can't. You don't have a shot at winning the FA Cup. Now you don't have a shot at winning the Premier League. That's gone. Barcelona. Now you can't win La Liga. Now you can't win Copa yep. del Rey. That's gone. Serie A. Juventus. Guess what? You just you just lost your last chance to win the Serie A. You also didn't get a chance to win the Copa Italia. That's done. That's was that's was and that's prize money that could be won for those clubs as well. And it's crazy to think that this, the reason why they're doing this is also because they want to get more money. Let's face it, that's, what, that's their motivation. It's money. It's not because of competition. Because honestly, it's not that. It's because they want more money. Yeah, it's always been, it's, it's just been that. That was the whole point we were talking about the other day. Like, the only reason why they're making it to, to this point, to the reason being why, why they're pushing for it so hard, is just the money. That's all, that's all it is. So, like I said, UEFA and all the, le- the leagues that I mentioned are basically prepared to, to ban. And these are big clubs for them. Okay, maybe not Arsenal. But these are some big clubs that are missing out. And this is dumb for Arsenal because if, they're, if those teams get banned, they have a, at least a better shot. At not saying a great shot, but they have at least a better shot than what they have now for winning, for winning the Premier League. But FIFA 
just threw the biggest wrench in this whole thing, in my opinion, Edward. And that is players that are in the teams uh, participating in the European Super League will be banned from national team play. That's, that's heavy. That's heavy. And when you look at those clubs, there's a lot of international stars. There's a, lo- there's a lot of freaking, literally all of their freaking stars. That's the whole point of international break for them because that's when they literally like 90% of their main squad goes to those international games. So, yeah, they're, they're especially those big teams. And for so, me, wow, you, this is the yeah. biggest one for me because think about it. Real Madrid, they're going to go all out to get involved. Okay, maybe that, like li- apparent, allegedly this isn't going to happen until 2024. But think about it. Mbappe now has no motivation to leave PSG because PSG is going to compete, is going to be in Champions League. PSG is going to be in yep. the league. PSG is going to play in the Cup de France. He has, and he can still play for France. Why would I want to go to Real Madrid where now I can't compete for the Champions League and also I can't go and play for France? Like, exactly. I, I just won my first World Cup. I don't plan on. On not not trying to win another one. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Erling Haaland. Why would I want to go to Man City now? I can't compete in Champions League, and I'm trying to do yep. something. And I'm trying to do something with Norway. You're going to rob my chance of trying to build what Norway is trying to do right now, all because of well, once again, greed, money. This is not yep. no. If anyone thinks this is for competition, you are just being foolish and blind. This is merely the clubs looking to make. And if you want to know how I know that this club is looking to make money, the president of this league is Florentino Perez. The president of Real Madrid, like, as much as I love the guy, he's a money-grubbing asshole, and I know that for sure. And then the vice president is the, is the, is the president of Juventus. That tells me uh, all I need to know about what this league is representing. And all it is is they want money. I don't blame any fan of any team, any team to literally jump ship. Maybe not join, not become a fan of another club, but I guarantee, but definitely not be a fan of the European Super League. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this idea. And like I said, I mean, all these major players are already playing. So think about it this way. So the whole Messi Ronaldo debate, basically, um, these teams jump in and say yes, we want to be part of it. Um, next, you know, these young kids, they're gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna go ahead and jump to the Super League now because my idols decided to go, you know, to the Super League or whatever. They're playing for the Super League, like so. It just kind of, it also kind of entices the youth as well." I mean, Mbappe and Halan, you know, they, they already know, like, I can take on them. So, but you got the up-and-coming kids who are still looking up to Messi and Ronaldo. So it, it just kind of, it, it would put them in a position of this used to be like, do you want to play for the Super League or do you want to play for another big club that's not part of the Super League? You know, and once, just, and, it, and it, once it, again, you got to throw in, do I want to play for my own national team? Exactly. Like, well, well, I think I'll be okay if I don't play for my national team, which literally I'm pretty damn sure no 
soccer player has ever said that, you know? But yeah, I don't want to play for my national team. So with all that being said, man, to go into this debate, I, I guess we'll, we'll kind of keep it short because I think we're both, I think we're both leading the same way. Should the clubs pushing for the European Super Club, the Super League, be punished? No. Oh, oh the clubs be punished? Uh... Like, even if they choose to, I, I'll even throw in, I'll throw that caveat. First, I'll just say, do you think they should be punished? Like, if they decide to go through the plan, like, do you think they should be punished? Like all the punishments that we stated that they, they the, thing, the thing is the thing is the players are the ones being punished because well, the I mean, players that suffer in the long run. Not only the players, but, but then the like the clubs that are trying to get money. Now you're losing the chance of winning money because now you can't win your league, you can't win your your domestic league, you can't win your domestic cup. You're not in the Champions League because you know you chose to do this European Super League. So all your revenue is literally going to come from the European Super League. And then to top that off, you're going to probably lose some of your star players because they want to play in the World Cup or the other international tournaments. That they can't even play. I guess they can't even play a fucking friendly. So like you're going to lose, guess. you're going to lose players. So it, it it in all in all essence to do this Super League, which I believe right now is like six billion dollars that they're putting into it. You're going to lose more than you gain because if you try so hard to get the Super League, you're you lost all other options to gain money. And if you lose your fan bases, that's another part of the money that you're losing as well. And yeah. again, if you don't have big name players in your club, no one cares about you. No one cares about this league if you don't have those big name players because obviously those big name players want to play for the national team. I mean, unless they, yeah. unless they play for some like some national team that's probably not going to qualify for the World Cup. I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess that would be okay if they get punished. Cause like I'm, I mean, I'm in the same boat where I'm like, this is a stupid idea. Don't do it. So, right. so yeah. basically, we're both in favor of, of yeah, they should. And and to be honest, I'll throw even in there as well. Like if they choose to not do it, if they decide to back out because like, oh my god, this this is gonna hurt us a little too much. I still want to see some punishment. Like I'm not gonna say like ban them or anything like that, but maybe maybe deduct points from them, like something that's gonna like let them know like, hey man, you. But I don't want to even hear you guys ever say European Super League ever again. Like, yep. there should be some sort of punishment. Um, at least, at least. And I mean, unfortunately, as I'm saying, is maybe even affecting towards this season. And, and I mean, especially right now with Real Madrid and Barcelona and Atletico Madrid right now, the three-headed race for the La Liga. I mean, maybe they should get a statement and deduct points and somehow, miraculously, Real Sociedad is the one that wins the La Liga. <laughs> But, right, but there needs to be a statement made, and like I like like I said, FIFA, UEFA, and all the leagues need to be like, I yeah, you need to nip this and nip this at the end, and never speak of it ever again. Yeah, pretty much. All right, man. So you guys heard our thoughts. Tell us what you guys think should should uh, the clubs that are trying to participate in European Super League be punished. Um, tell us what you think, yes or no. Obviously, we'll have this posted on our social media at Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. Go ahead and share us your thoughts. If you have an idea for a debate topic that you want us to feature on a future episode, make sure you go ahead and drop it in the post, or you can send it to us in a personal message as well. Um, and we'll even give you a shout out, not only on our social media, but also in the episode uh, of your debate topic. So make sure you 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 do you participate because we definitely would love to hear your guys' thoughts on these topics. Hey, hey, hey.
All right, we're going to take a break and we'll go ahead and do some game recaps and some more good stuff. Ugh, my cable bill's through the roof again. Why don't you switch to Fubo TV? What is Fubo TV? Fubo TV is a streaming service that provides over 100 channels and without the hassle of a cable contract, so you can cancel at any time. Mm, that sounds too good to be true. Well, if you go to the bio of our Instagram or Twitter at InsternameFC, click on the link tree, and go to our Fubo TV link, you can get start a seven day free trial. Not only will you be freeing yourself from cable, but you will also be supporting the Insername FC podcast and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm gonna start my seven day free trial. And we are back once again, take full advantage of that great partner of ours and help us support our podcast and of course the Unhinged Sports Network. Because we do love those guys at Unhinged Sports Network. And they do love us. We love Unhinged. Especially, especially the guys because of Edwards. I think we knocked it out of the park with with uh with Creed and now and also with Rick Astley. So, you know, damn, maybe. you think so? Maybe. you think so? Fuck, I actually did put a little bit of heart on Creed. Yeah, for once you actually sang. So, yes, I did. But anyways, Edward, games to recap. Edward, what is your game to recap? All right, so my game to recap is the Spanish Cup final, which. Ironically, or I'm sorry, yeah, I'm tripping. Right here. Um, the oh, yeah. Copa del Rey. Is it Copa del Rey final? Yeah. Is um, the Barcelona versus Atletico Bilbao. And they actually, Barcelona won 4 0 on this match. So, and they became the champions, you know? So they got uh, some silverware, like you said, like, hey, there's a little bit of silverware here, you know? They didn't make champions. They're close to making the Liga. So, you know, I, I kind of, I, I like the, this matchup here. Uh, I've always, I've always admired Atletico Bilbao. They have like that homegrown talent kind of stuff. They don't really go out and buy all kinds of crazy players. It's always been homegrown. I mean, Iker Munyain has been there since he was like, what? So he came out of the, out of the academy for them. And he ended up, um, now he's like their team captain. He's like, their player to their go-to guy mm-hmm. and um but uh but yeah i mean i think it was a it was a good uh, matchup and so yeah uh it's it's um pretty good um barcelona had 77 percent of the possession like i expected finally <laughs> um and then they outshot Atletic bilbao 14 to 7 so there was a basically um, Barcelona's game, you know, at this point. I mean, they have full and, control of the game from the beginning. Yeah. So it's just, it's just that's what I'm saying. Like Barcelona just finally, finally, they, they played the way that they're supposed to. Uh, I, I think that's exactly what I meant to say. And the cool part about this is Sergino Dest becomes the First American to live the Copa del Rey, so that is a little history thing. Yeah, there I mean, for... I, I, I'll, I'll always say this, man. Like, even though I'm a Real Madrid fan, and obviously I would have loved to have been in the final, this instead of not having to watch another team win it. But it, it's good. Like, I, like I said in, in, a, in a previous episode, it's good for Barcelona to be good because obviously Batman needs his Joker. Like, Real Madrid needs Barcelona. Like, even though we just did this whole tangent about the Super League and how it's stupid. And, uh, but, Batman needs his Joker. So, I mean, like, 
those two go hand in hand. Like they have to be successful for the other one to to survive. And, and I'm not. And yeah. I mean, obviously, like there's been there's been stints where Barcelona has been the more dominant team, and Real Madrid kind of flut, not fluttered out. But then at the same time, you know, Real Madrid is dominating, and Barcelona is just kind of. Eh. But these two which teams, is Barcelona's time right now. But when these two teams are both at their pinnacle, when they're both looking really solid, looking very like just really good, you see what what this what how this elevates the league, especially La Liga um, for them. But but yeah, so no, it's it's huge, and obviously as a U.S. men's national team fan, just to see Sergino Des really just killing it right now at Barcelona. I mean, obviously he has that right back spot. That's his. It's his to lose at this point for me. Um, and to see yeah, him. and he, and he's been like I said, he's been doing such. I mean, yeah, he kind of had like a, a, a an odd point when he had, when he was recovering from an injury, but I, he just looks he looks like he should be in he should be in the starting eleven, and I'm so happy for him. Um, <laughs> by the way, I would be happy for a Barcelona fan, a Barcelona player. But I mean, I do like Lionel Messi. I, I don't hate Messi, but and honestly, I I want to see Messi. You know, I, I do want to see Messi stay in, in Barcelona. And that's just because, like like I said, Batman is a joker. And, and for this case, obviously, I'm referring to Real Madrid's Batman and Barcelona's a joker. I'm sure it looks like that the other way around. But I look at the other way around. Like I said, they, you know, Barcelona looks different without Messi. I mean, you know, obviously, anybody can step up. And, you know, that's kind of like the never-ending cycle of this game. But obviously, it's going to be very hard to replace someone like Lionel Messi. Even at his age, yeah. but no, it's just a, it's honestly a big. It was a much, it's a much needed thing. I think hopefully, um, well, I speak as a Real Madrid fan, but you know, this is gonna be big for Barcelona. They get this is kind of like their turning point where they, especially because you know we're going down the home stretch right now for La Liga. This could be something big for them. I mean, they're not entirely out of it. Uh, I mean, honestly, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid and Barcelona, they're basically none of them are out of it right now. They're in control of their own destiny, but they need it first. Play their matches and 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 let at least let the cards fall, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. So, like a really good game. Obviously, it's a cup final. You have to mention the cup final. Oh yeah. So that's what I mean. That's my game. That's my game. So to choose. What about you? What's your game? All right. I'm. Pick, I picked this game because I do not know when the next time this team's gonna win. Uh, <laughs> and that is Houston Dynamo FC. Oh my god, I, this just cringes me as I say it. Houston Dynamo FC beat San Jose Earthquakes two to one in their season opener, also their home opener, um, which was apparently a sold out crowd. Did not look like it, but it was also because it's raining, so that could have been also a factor as to why it was it wasn't. I mean, obviously they're at, I think they're at thirty percent capacity because of you know obviously COVID. But I also think because of the weather, I'm sure like some people decide to back out or, or obviously, you know, the third party sites, I'm sure that's another reason why it was sold out. And I use air quotes when I said sold out. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely did not look sold out. It looked like a typical, it looked like a tip, it looked like a U.S. Open Cup matchup for Houston Dynamo in that crowd. But that's not the part we're going to talk about. It's the fact that Houston Dynamo started their season off with a bang by getting a 2 1 win. Against the San Jose Earthquakes, and it's kind of interesting because obviously, for those who don't know a little bit about the Dynamo history, the Dynamo were once the San Jose Earthquakes. So San Jose ends up moving their team to Houston, and they became the Houston Dynamo. Eventually, the San Jose Earthquakes did come back to San Jose, 
Um, but yeah, so, but a little history there. When the Dynamo started, they were actually the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, yeah, I remember that. Anyways, so San Jose had 60% of the possession. Um, Dynamo outshot 17 to 8. I gotta say, man, you, I said this when the, during the MLS season, we are a Memo Rodriguez podcast. We're going to support Memo Rodriguez because he is a local player. He's from Houston. Well, he, you know, he's from El Campo, but he's, he's a Texas boy. He reps H Town. And that's why we're going to talk about him. Memo Rodriguez scores a great goal, but unfortunately got overshadowed because Paul Marie with a banger scores the other goal for San Jose. And obviously the guy that, the guy that scored the second goal is actually Maxi Ruthie. Um, the, one of the newer additions for the Houston Dynamo, but Paul Marie, man, I don't know. I don't, I'm pretty sure you didn't get a chance to see the goal, but it is a thing of beauty. Probably could actually be a favorite for goal, probably goal for goal of the week, but also could probably be a good for goal of the year for the MLS season. Obviously, bearing, yeah. bearing what else happens in the MLS season, because obviously this there's a lot of guys getting score some pretty sick goals, but Paul Marie, that French kiss, that was a beautiful goal outside the box. You know how I love those outside the box shots. Even if it's against my own team, I have to respect it. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, good start for the Houston Dynamo. Um, I mean, there's still some things they need to work on, but hey, a win's a win. Uh, so I got, at least I'll take that. You're like, I'll take the win. Exactly. But yeah, so once again, Houston Dynamo, yeah, I, gotta, I hate throwing the FC in front of it, man. <laughs> I'm You're so, used to, used to I, just using the, the Dynamo. You're just so used I could, to it. I'm probably just going to keep saying the Dynamo. But I, I, I guess the logo is kind of warming up to me. I think they missed out on a prime opportunity just to have the HD just be the back, like just be the jersey. Back. Kind of like I said, similar to like Rangers. I feel like that was like a prime opportunity to just have like the HD just be like the, the, the jersey crest, but have the, the, the that crest logo. You know, for the right. other stuff, but then for their jersey, could have just been the HD. But anyways, that's a whole other topic for another day. But yeah, <laughs> so congratulations for using that. Like I said, I had to take full advantage of it right now because I'm not 100 percent sure where this team's gonna land. Because Eli Lesser went ahead and, and crushed me and said they're gonna be 11th place, which can't say I can't disagree. <laughs> but, <laughs> but damn. And also, I yeah, believe Drew yeah. got us. I think Drew also predicted us to be 10th place. Once again, hurts, but I can't disagree. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, no. And then all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Edward, players of the week. Who's your player of the week? Uh, okay, so this goes hand in hand with my game recap. Uh, Lionel Messi from Barcelona. He scores two goals in the Barcelona 4-0 win against Atleti Bilbao to win the Copa del Rey. So, like I said, it goes without saying. He he kept a good game. He he kept a hell of a game. So I mean, it's just it's it, and like you said, like you love to see Messi do good and shit. So do I. So he's a he's a hell of a player. So for him to get something, you know, it's it's always a good feeling. It's always a good feeling. As a Barcelona fan, it's always a good feeling to see that man smiling because when he smiles, everybody smiles and then it kind of boosts I, everybody. I will say, man, to, to throw in there, I love the fact that every single player from Barcelona wanted a picture with Messi. Yeah. Like, they were lined up. Like, they were fan. I mean, obviously, they grew up watching Messi. So, I'm like, especially the younger players. 
they grew up watching Messi and to play with Messi and to win a cup with Messi, obviously, is massive. But for them to all be in line, to want to just take a picture with Messi and, and the Copa del Rey trophy, I thought it was, I, I think it's one of those, like, this is why it's, we it's love one this of those. This is why we love this game is that, yeah, I mean, you can say that for any sport, but I mean, like, it's not, this is, it's like just because of, of the sentimental value. I mean, there's guys that just grow up Barcelona fans and all they dream about is, you know, they, you know, pretend wearing the, the Barcelona shirt and, and win the cup. And I mean, this was their moment. And obviously part of that dream also involves them playing alongside Lionel Messi. So, um, yeah. I mean, like I said, man, it's just, it's like a full circle moment for a lot of these guys. But it was pretty, I, yeah. I honestly would say it was probably like the best part of, of watching that final was just seeing the, the the humbleness of a lot of these guys and, and the humbleness of Messi because obviously he could have just said, nah, man, I don't want to take a picture with you. Yeah, he could have easily just walked off. But I, like I told you, he was happy. Um, everybody else was happy with for him, with him. He, he looked so like he, a, he, Messi looked like a kid. Like he looked yeah, like exactly. I mean, he looked like I feel like the love is back. Like that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like when he does good and when he's happy, everybody else is happy. Like and that's 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 the that's exactly what we need. Very true. Very true. All right, so, so I mean, I'm gonna say my player of the week, I guess. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I was, I was gonna keep going, but no, that's no, how no, I was no, like, no, no, but yeah, I guess, like I said, like I, like I previously stated, if he's happy, everybody's happy, and if he feels love, you know, he's gonna perform his ass off. He's not. I don't. Think, I think he's one of those players that when he feels love, he starts trying to show you his his way of loving, which is you know by outplaying everybody, by by being, by showing everybody up, you know. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that way, he's one of those players. So I think it's a, it's like a good omen, a good little omen. You know, very true, so. very true. All right, and so, so who's your player of the week? I am picking Jamal Musiala, who scored two goals in Bayern Munich's three-two win against Wolfsburg. The- oh damn. I mean, we kind of mentioned it uh, earlier in the episode about Bayern Munich Youth Academy. This is a youth, youth academy product, I think. I don't know. They just I, either that or they just stole some of that. I mean, that's what Bayern Munich does. Is like they definitely like to snag players from, from other youth systems. But they also, like I said, yep. they do have a very underrated youth academy. I don't think any not, not many people talk about uh, Bayern Munich's youth academy system, but they do have a pretty good one. I, I just I just think because they get overshadowed by the fact that they just buy down here anybody, but um. But no, he stepped up. I mean, obviously, there's no Robert Lewandowski for a while, and he comes in and makes sure Bayern Munich gets the win against Wolfsburg. I believe a team that's actually competing for a Champions League spot as of right now. So, I mean, obviously, that kind of puts them a little bit more ahead to get a a quicker uh, to get to quickly get that claim that they're going to be the the winners of the Bundesliga. Because at this point, it's just trying trying to put themselves away a little bit further out so they can go ahead and cement that ninth straight Bundesliga title. Exactly, yeah. So once again, congratulations so, to Lionel Messi and Jamal. Uh, we're going to say something about Jamal Musia. All right. Uh, no, I, I asked um, you if, if you are going to say something. No. No. Okay. Um, just, um, I guess you can say congratulations to Messi and Musiala. 
And fun fact, this is the second time Messi has been picked for player of the week. Yeah, right. Second time compared to like Halan and Lewandowski. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no Lewandowski so. to pick. And I do believe Holland scored a goal, but um, but yeah. Um, right, but this seemed a little bit more better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Edward. We, we are, the quarterfinals have passed for the Europa League and the Champions League. Now it's time to recap the quarterfinals and obviously do a quick, once again, not in depth, we're going to do a quick preview of the, of the semifinals. If you guys want that in-depth analysis of the Champions League semifinals, make sure you guys check out Unhinged FC um, with me, Edward, obviously, because we're the soccer guys, so why wouldn't Unhinged have us on our, their soccer show? Um, and Kelsey <laughs> from High Low Sports. Shout out to Kelsey, man. Kelsey's a great guy. Honestly, I think oh, we have... Bro, it's awesome. I, I, I mean, Edward and I have... It's crazy thing. Me and Edward have chemistry because of the fact that we've known... I've known Edward since I was four years old. We're, we've been best friends since I was four. I'm the godfather to his, to his kids. Like, mm-hmm. you, you guys can tell each and every other... Each, each week, how, why me and Edward have... Like, that there's a connection between me and Edward. But we have never physically met Kelsey before. We've only talked to Kelsey very few times, and that was the setup on Hands FC. And then obviously they record the shows. But Kelsey, bro, we just hit it off. Like we we all just hit it off with Kelsey. Kelsey's a great guy, man. Bro, hands down. Yeah. Kelsey, when you get to this point, we want we want like a gift. <laughs> I like how we did this. Like we went from like doing this with Spencer to now we're doing this with Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. We do it with both of them. Yeah. Spencer, if you get to this point, send us a dog emoji. Yeah. Yeah, we got to bring back the old school stuff. Anyways, so let's go ahead and do the recap. We're going to start with Europa League because why not? Unless you want to change these up and start with Champions League. And then we'll, <laughs> now we'll, we'll go Europa. ahead. We'll do it. We'll do it, do, do it to it, bro. Now we'll do, Europa, we'll, do, we'll do Europa League. So here is the recap of the quarterfinals. We're going to list them down and then we'll talk about it. Villarreal beat Dinamo Zagreb 3-1. Roma beat Ajax 3-2. Arsenal beat Racism in Slavia Praha at 5-1. You guys probably don't know what it was that all about. And Manchester United beat Granada four to nothing. Edward, from those games, what do you want? Which one do you want to highlight? Uh, the Manchester United one, honestly. I mean, they handled their business, man. That's basically all you can say. Granada was just not there. I yeah, mean, besides, exactly. besides, besides the naked man. Yeah, I mean, besides the naked man, but it's just the naked man showed up. Granada didn't. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Granada Naked Man was training his whole time for that shit. He stayed there for God knows how long. And 14 fucking hours, man. <laughs> 14 yeah. hours. Yeah. So, I mean, look, that goes to show you. Was like, he probably trained more than they did. But, um, no, in all honesty, um, Manchester United showed up and it's always, always good to see them perform well. And they just, it, it, it kind of makes me feel like, okay, you know, this man team has has his ways and everything. And what gets me, like I said, always gets me is old Gunner. We just we, every time we make fun of him, something good happens. So I'm gonna go ahead and make fun of him again. So I feel like, you know what, old Gunner is just. He said he's not even a, 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 a what you call it a, a competitor for the English Premier League. You know what? You keep going on. You go right ahead. <laughs> I'm going to let you burn yourself, bro. It's all good. <laughs> all <laughs> you right. in the Europa League? I mean, shit. Go for it, dude. 
All right, so the matchup I want to point out, and it's not going to be Arsenal beating Slavia Praha. I think that that's that's just funny enough. They destroyed Slavia Praha for nothing, and then they end up drawing some fucking ball the next day. So like, it's just another day at Arsenal. But what I want to talk about is actually Roma beating Ajax three to two. And again, the thing I want to highlight, I don't know if you saw this on social media, Edward. I'm sure. I, I hopefully everybody saw this on social media, but if they not, make sure you guys go look it up. Uh, a Roma play. One of the Ajax ball boys in the first leg literally threw the ball at a Roma player. I'm guessing, I'm, I would be assuming in the scenario, because I didn't actually watch the game, but to get started. But what I assumed was Roma was basically trying to waste time. So he was like slowly walking up to the ball, taking sweet ass time to throw the ball, which is very irritating, by the way. And the, the Ajax ball boy wasn't, wasn't there for it. So he literally threw the ball at the chest of the Roma player. <laughs> so that's the only thing I want to highlight from that. <laughs> just just because I thought that was super comical. But Roma took care of business and obviously beat IX for you to move on to the semifinals. All right, Edward, the semifinals. We have Manchester United versus Roma. Manchester United is the only team that came down from the Champions League. Obviously, if you guys don't know, to, to qualify for the knockout rounds in the Europa League, rather have to be the runner-up or the winner of your group, but you could also be the third-place team in the Champions League. So that's usually why the Europa League, their, their round is a little bit bigger. It's because they have more, more knockout rounds because of the fact that they do send down the guys from the Champions League. But Manchester United is the only Champions League team that's in the, in the semifinals. I, I feel like that has to tell something, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's kind of. I'll be honest. It, it's 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 a tough match to call on this one. Honestly, it can't really be like too much man you because Roma does put up a pretty decent fight. I mean, but it's, if there's it's Roma, thing, it's Roma. But, but if there's one thing we know about Roma, besides the fact that they won Group A, um, if there's one thing we know about Roma, they can't defend. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That could that could be beneficial for Manchester United because they have found some spark in the attacking side, and, and I mean, they're, mm-hmm. surprisingly, their backline looks pretty solid. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Not gonna give them too much props, but they do. Ha- they do enough to get the job done. And also, yeah, it helps if you have Dean. Which fun? Did you? I don't know if you saw the last Manchester United game, but Dean Henderson was rocking the baseball cap. Oh, was he? Yeah. The, yeah. So if you guys didn't know, the goalkeepers could wear a baseball cap. <laughs> so fun fact. And Dean Henderson brought it back, so that was pretty cool. But it could either be Dean it's Henderson or or it could be or it could be David De Gea. I believe it's still gonna be uh, Dean Henderson. I think he's earned his right. But but yeah, so that is Manchester United versus Roma. Like I said, we're not gonna go in depth or anything like that. Um, but it's gonna be an exciting matchup. Roma has a lot of firepower, so the Manchester United. The big question is going to be whose defense can take the, who can who can defend better, and I think that uh, is that fair to say. Mm, I guess so. I guess this one will be. Uh, I guess yeah. And, and yeah, you know uh, what? what you know what? Add, what, add, what add, add one more one more thing to it. It's uh, Megatarian's Mega seeing his former club. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sure. So, I mean, he's, uh, faced he's faced Manchester United before. Obviously, he went to Arsenal, but I mean, there is that. So, I mean, 
little little thing, but I'm, it's not like a big thing. I don't think it's going to be a huge storyline, but just there is that. But anything else you want to add to the to the uh, Manchester United Roma game? Mm, Manchester United Roma game. Mm. On that one, no, not really. I just I feel All like right. like you said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty decent. Um, All right. All right, I so guess we say who could defend better. <laughs> yeah. All right. On to the next one. Arsenal versus Villarreal. So interesting to point out. There's two English Premier League teams. One Serie A team and one La Liga team. And this is going to be a little bit of a spicy matchup because it is the return of Unai Emery. For those of you who do not know, Unai Emery was the previous manager for Arsenal before he got fired and then McNaughton took over. And um, he has now found himself in Villarreal, who actually won Group I and Arsenal won Group B. But it is, I guess you could say, could be a revenge match for uh, revenge matches for Unai Emery. Um, Arsenal has been kind of a head scratcher. Maybe they'll draw the first leg and then win the next leg. Or you never know with Arsenal. Arsenal, honestly, you're playing Russian roulette when it comes to form. But I'm sure, I'm sure Emery wants to get his revenge, especially with the way he's, he's had this via reality look. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a hell of a match. That one I feel is more. It's going to go down to the nitty-gritty just because of that. I mean, Emery's probably going to be stepping out of the line and stuff, going to be pissed off a little bit. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Shit. Yeah. So, um, to ask you a question, Edward, do you, is there any of these, any of these four teams, you, are they like a surprise? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a surprise uh, to me. I'm, I'm there with you on that one. I mean, I mean, yeah, we, we've seen what they can do in La Liga, which isn't really saying much. But, I mean, this is a obvious, this is probably like their best shot to qualify for Champions League. Honestly, for all four of these teams, this is their best shot. Well, actually, not Manchester United. I think they're going to be a Champions League spot. But for the rest of these three, this is their best shot at winning the, to get, to get into the Champions League. But, Edward, for me, I got to ask, who is, your, who is your favorite from these four? Who do you think can end up lifting that? Man, you. And you okay? I'm, I'm right, <laughs> I didn't I'm even right. let you finish it like that. Honestly, I'm right there with you. I'm 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 a believer in old gunner. I don't have faith. <laughs> I don't have faith in Arsenal. <laughs> Damn. I have no faith in Arsenal. I mean, they could be Villarreal. Well, they they made it to the Europa League final, but then they got destroyed by Chelsea the last time they were in the in the uh, in the final. But mm-hmm. who knows? Anything can happen. But yeah. Maybe Arsenal is just an Europa League team. I mean, they've looked a lot better in the Europa League than they looked in the league. So, like I said, once again, you're playing Russian roulette when it comes to Arsenal's form. And that is that. So that is the Europa League. You should, you, you should know about that, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell you that for sure. Once again, they beat Slavia Praha 4 to nothing, and then draw to form. <laughs> one to one. Once again, to form. The team I've already predicted. The, the team I predicted initially was going to get relegated, and they probably are. They most likely are, and you draw with them. I won't, but at least you got eighth place. That's all that matters, right? Right, Arsenal. Right. right. Anyway, <laughs> the Champions League semi-final preview. Let's go ahead and, and touch up on the quarterfinals. Chelsea beat Porto two to one. PSG beat Bayern Munich three to three. Obviously, because they had away goals on aggregate. 
Manchester City beat Borussia Dortmund 4-2. And, I mean, I said this at the beginning, but I'll go ahead and say it again. Real Madrid beat Liverpool 3-1 and eliminated them. Sorry, Kelsey. Sorry. But yeah, so so that happened. So those are the, the final recaps. Edward, is there any game that you want to highlight from, from these four? Um... Liverpool versus Real Madrid. I mean, I'm sorry. I have to say, I was really rooting for Liverpool. Like, that's the reason why I'm, I'm highlighting it. It's not because I'm calling you out, Kelsey, or nothing. Kelsey, when you get to this, uh, give us a drink gift. <sighs> I wonder if Kelsey actually does this. I mean, Spencer doesn't really ever do what we ask, but... <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he's going to listen to this, and he's going to be like, man, you guys are just bashing on me. No, bro, trust well, me. Well, I mean, just... <laughs> if he bashes you, <laughs> We bashed you about that whole Timo Werner thing. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, I actually maybe I should stop believing in teams because it looks like everything I'm believing in turns out to be completely wrong. So I should I should have probably been like, you know what? I believe Real Madrid would have won, and next thing you know, Real Madrid's doing all these bad passes, and they would have messed up big time on the second leg, and then next thing you know, boom. I mean, it was a new draw on the second leg. Yeah, but then maybe Liverpool would have came through. All right. I guess so. All right. Real Madrid, Liverpool is good. To me, honestly, this game, this matchup basically hit all the expectations that I wanted. I thought it was a great matchup, and that was PSG. But it's unfortunate that this was a quarterfinal matchup. This, this should have either been a semifinal or should have been the final itself. It was such a good game. I mean, it, 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 I would have loved to have had this final because if it ended in a draw, to have to go to extra time and to go to penalties, I think would have been so thrilling. This was such a good game uh, to have that rematch. But you know what? It was a great matchup. And, you know, like I said, you know, Bayern unfortunately could not get one more goal to advance. And obviously that is why PSG is on to the next round. So that is my nope. game. Um, so here we are. This is the semifinals. We have Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Chelsea, the winners of Group E. And Real Madrid, the winners of Group B. So Group E, Group B. Honestly, all, all four of these teams are group winners. But, I mean, there's that. So Real Madrid and Chelsea, obviously this is kind of the easier route when we talk about the quarterfinals because obviously Chelsea faced Porto. Real Madrid had Liverpool. Not saying that Liverpool was easy or anything, but let's just face it. Between Real Madrid and Liverpool, whoever won that obviously could have more of a side relief knowing that they didn't have to face Manchester City or PSG or Bayern Munich or Borussia Dortmund. So that's the only reason why I'm saying that. But they're facing each other. Um, I think it's going to be a really exciting matchup. I wouldn't say that Chelsea is in any shape or form an easy opponent because they do have a really good defense. They, they have a really good midfield. They have a very young attack. Say what you want about Timo Werner, but I mean, there's youth is definitely their advantage on that side. For Real Madrid's case, they just have a lot of experience. Um, unfortunately, they do have a lot of injuries, but you know, experience could be their their advantage in this one. Um, but yeah, anything you want to add to that one? No, I mean, you hit it right on the money, bro. Like you really did. I was like, holy shit. Um, I'm not gonna say anything about Timo Horn. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not. I'm not gonna say he's gonna I'm, I'm not gonna say nothing. Okay. I'm gonna keep it to you'll, myself. You'll hear you'll I'm hear it on, keep it. You'll hear it on, on here, Jesse. 
And the other yeah. matchup is PSG versus Manchester City. PSG, the winners of Group H and Manchester City, the, the winners of Group C. Um, this is a heavyweight bout. Kind of, kind of how I said about PSG Bayern. That could be a, that could have been a Champions League final. And I can honestly say the same thing for this one. PSG and Manchester City could also be a final. You have Manchester City, who Pep Guardiola, the only thing he's got missing in that Manchester City trophy case for his career is a Champions League title. You know he wants it. But on the other side, you have PSG with a Pochettino who has turned his team around, I guess you could say. Um, you know, obviously they want to go back to the Champions League and get and finish what they left from last year. They have unfinished business as well. It's going to be exciting, man. I think both these teams have, are really good defensively. They both have a star-studded attack. It, it can really go either way. This game could literally go either way. I'm excited. This one's going to be the matchup to watch, Edward. Yeah, this, this one's a good... This is a hell of a match. This is going to be a, the battle of the powerhouses because it's just... Man, this is, this is the shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like this match right here. Mm -hmm. It's, it's um, El Kun Aguero versus Mbappé. So mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see who we'll see who scores. And uh, if you want to hear more? Uh, listen to Unhinged FC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally. Oh, and fun fact. I mean, well, Manchester City did get eliminated from the FA Cup, but are still in contention for a treble at least. Um, because mm -hmm. they so. There is that for, for Manchester City. So obviously they would definitely want to win this to have a very historic season for themselves. But yeah. to kind of go similar to what we did with, with the Europa League, is there any surprises that you have in this final four? Nope. Nope. Not that I can think of. No, I'm not, not that gonna, I can think I, of. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I, I'm an honest, I, I'll be honest about it. I'm really surprised Real Madrid's here. And the only reason why I said, and this isn't me being disrespectful, Robert. It just the team is up. The team is up there in age, but like I said, the experience could be an advantage for them, but it also could hinder them. And obviously, with also their injuries as well. To think that this team is kind of where they are, and they've been doing, they've been playing very smoothly. So I mean, props to Real Madrid to to get to the final four. But um, but yeah, they they definitely surprised me. I didn't have very high expectations. Just I think it's just because once again. I'm expecting that, that next summer transfer window to be a very big summer transfer window for Real Madrid. Um, so I thought that they were kind of just easy, trying to just hold on to what they could have. But they're on the verge of possibly making a return to the Champions League final. They're in contention for La Liga. So it, to do that with, you know, not a 100% team and with some guys that are up there in age, it's still very impressive nonetheless. Yeah, it is pretty damn impressive, sir. All right, Edward, who's your favorite? Out of those four? Mm-hmm. Man City. I, I have to go with you. I said Man City last last time when we did the, the quarterfinal previews, and I'm sticking with Man City. They're just too complete right now, in my opinion. PSG is going to be a huge road bump for them. But like I said, I thought this team could compete with Bayern Munich. And, and I'll say the same thing with Manchester City. I would PSG. I think Manchester City could compete with them as well. Yeah, so, I mean, we both agree. All right, our game previews. I'm going to go ahead and, and run the game previews this time, but just so we can knock okay. these out. So, the first right. game preview I have is Tigres versus Monterrey. Obviously, it is the, the, Mon 
uh, they're both from Monterrey. Um, but it's a big, it's a big rivalry. Um, honestly, obviously it's a inter- it's a cross city rivalry, but just a, it's a fun matchup to watch. It's a guarantee a good show. Last meeting, Tigres won two to nothing. Um, Tigres have allowed 19 goals, so not necessarily having the best season that they, you would usually expect from them. Um, and as it stands right now, Monterrey has scored 19 goals. The only reason why I say as it stands is because they are currently playing a match right now. So as we're talking, so for all we know, that could have changed how many goals they have. But obviously, it's going to be more than nine. At least, if, if they don't score any, at least going to be 19, but it could be more than 19. And that's still more than they have allowed, the Tigres have allowed. So for that being said, who do you got? On this one? Tigres. Okay. Okay. Uh, Monterrey has looked really good, so I'm going to go with Monterrey. All right. All right, Edward. The second game is Leon versus Leo. It is a very intriguing matchup, and I'll point out exactly as to why. Um, last time they met, it was a 1-1 draw. Leon, ha- Leon has scored 63 goals, and Lille has allowed 20 goals. Kind of shows you a, a, a reason why Lille has been first place. But I'm going to point something out to you, Edward. Lille is currently right. in first with 70 points in the standings. Leon is currently fourth with 67. This game is big for these teams. Obviously, if Leon can get over Lille, that gives them 70 points to match with Lille. And that also could be big for PSG because that opens them themselves up to get on top of the table as well. So Ligue is definitely gonna, is looking really enticing right now, especially the home stretch as well. So it is, it's, it's getting pretty interesting to see how this is going to finish. Obviously, a win for Lille is going to be huge for them because it separates themselves not only from Lyon, but also PSG. And like I said, Lyon winning this could also put themselves in a better position to maybe jump over and win Ligue themselves as well. So with, oh, yeah. being, with that being said, who do you got? I want to I want to push for Leon on this one. Okay. I'm going to go, go, go with Lil. I think Lil's had a really good season and it's obviously because of their defense. Um and obviously they, this is probably their best shot to win. Like, I'm not I'm not any disrespect because obviously, you know, who knows what PSG does in the summer, but this is probably their best shot at at winning the league. So I, I think Lil can definitely jump over, maintain their position. With a win here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the last game preview, and that is the Carabao Cup final, Manchester City versus Tottenham. Once again, we mentioned earlier that Manchester City is currently on the verge of a treble. They well, they missed out on the quadruple because they did get eliminated from the FA Cup, but they still have a treble on the line. So obviously, you know, Man City is going to try to win this game. Uh, last time they met, Man City has won three to nothing. Like I said, Manchester City still has a trouble on the line. Tottenham is struggling, but this could be a big, big moment for them as they can finally throw a trophy into their trophy case. With that being said, Edward, who do you got? On this one, Manchester City. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm with you on that. I, I just don't think Tottenham has an answer to Manchester City. No, they don't. It's uh, as hard as it is to say. That's it is what it is, man. Yeah. So that is a game previous to kind of give you guys a quick rundown. Edward has Tigres. I have Monterrey. 
Edward has Leon, I have Lil, and then we both have Magic City winning the Carabao Cup final. So, yes, sir. So that happened. So, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we're going to wrap this show up with our three up, three down, and a topic that I think is very interesting. Bro, where did you get that sick jersey? What, this thing? I got it at Fanatics. Fanatics? Yeah, Fanatics. It is a one-stop shop of all things sports. They sell jerseys, hats, shirts, jackets, and much more. You can go to our bio on Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc. You'll see our link tree to Fanatics. When you go shop on that link, you will not only be getting some fresh gear, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to go steal the shirt. And we are back. Once again, hit up that great partner of ours so you can take full advantage. Not only will you be taking full advantage of it, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC. And, you know, like I said, one day me and Edward hope that we can make this our full-time job. So that'd be pretty cool. All right, Edward, three up, three down. Today's topic is blank rated, which is either under or overrated. Our bottom three is obviously things we find overrated. Nothing like specific, like a specific topic. It's just overall the things that we find overrated. And our top, our three up is the things that we find underrated. So like I said, it's very broad. It could have been anything. You're probably going to have a good idea of what all of us are all about. Because Spencer did send us his. And I think that they're really good. I think I have some really good ones as well. Maybe some people that you're, some things that you might be a little bit surprised by. Um, but let's let's get going with it. So we're gonna start things off with Spencer with his three down, and at number three he has beards. You gotta love them, but because I can't grow one, completely they're completely overrated. I think Anthony Hamilton is a long lost cousin. Well, he kinda, yeah. kinda does look like <laughs> there is yes, a resemblance. Very similar. There is a resemblance. Um, well, I'm not a bearded guy, so not anymore. Not anymore. I do hope to have a beard one day again, but um, and I know I can grow one. But I mean, I, I get I get I get why Spencer says it because obviously most people can't grow one. <laughs> but yeah, so that, there's that. That's his number three. Number two, Madden and the cheese plays that they have now. Obviously, for those who don't know, uh, the cheese play is based. I basically, I think it's like it's like it it every it doesn't matter that plays like it'll work. work. Yeah, and so sometimes it can it can get boring. Honestly, I. I kind of stopped. I stopped playing that. I think last man I had was Madden twenty, um, which I mean is not that long ago. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm just I was just like I'm done with Madden. Like I'm just done with it. I'd rather play NCAA football to be honest. But also I'd rather play FIFA, even though FIFA's a headache because it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> once you what kind of the same thing. Once you figure out how to beat legendary, it's like pretty dull, right? Mm-hmm. And. And number one is townless rich people that everyone caters to, even though they, even though we know how they got into their position of power. I mean, you know, we see it all. The guys, the people that do TikTok, the people that are OnlyFans, the people that um, that are half naked on Instagram, like you know, the YouTubers. You know, yeah. they just they they just you know they're rich. He did do a Disney show, so I'll give him that. Like, he wasn't a Disney show, and obviously, he, he's killing it in the boxing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> sort of. I mean, he knocked out a dude, but I mean, the dude was known for his wrestling, not so much known for his 
his boxing ability. But anyways, and then also he knocked down Nate Robinson. But once again, he's not very known for boxing. He's not known for boxing. But yeah. So, I mean, I can get with what he's saying. But so to reiterate, his three down is Beards, Madden, and Townless Rich People. Once again, those are the things he finds overrated. All right. So for my three down, I have tacos. To be frank, I would much rather have a burrito. Um, I think people, I think it's just people overhype tacos. I don't know about you, really, but I, I, I'm sure you're not necessarily thrilled to hear me put tacos in the overrated list. But to be frank, yeah, it kind of took me by surprise on that one, dude. <laughs> it's, it's just burritos are, to me, burritos are just better. It, it's filling. All I need is one. Whereas tacos, depending on the size of the tacos, I might need more than three. And that just depends on the size. Like some, you know, there's some, you know, like a typical, like a, an average tortilla that probably just needs three. But then there's like the, the small tortilla ones. Uh, those could probably, that probably need like, you know, six of them to fill me up. So like, yeah, and it's cheap. I mean, that could be the benefit. I think that's, you know, so some people might gonna find this out, but I I do use Bumble because I'm single, and you know we live in a pandemic now, so it's not necessarily you go out go out and talk to people now these days. Um, so and every girl, damn near almost every girl is like, oh, like buy me tacos and tell me I'm pretty, and I'm just like, I feel like you're just kind of implying that you're a cheap date. <laughs> it's like we're, 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 just, we're just great, which is great, great to know that. All I need is three dollars, and and you're good. <laughs> so, so the, thanks for telling me that part. But yeah, I just I just think tacos are overrated. Um, number two and this is probably gonna probably gonna hit you as well. We're anime, <sighs> and I think it's, it's not so much. Now I can tell y'all, Edward is an anime guy. You walk into his room, you can tell he's an anime guy. He's he's a subscriber to anime to Funimation. Um, I'm sure that I think HBO Max also has some animes as well. But he is an anime guy. Like if I sat, if I sat here and so I asked Edward, "What's his favorite anime?" He's probably gonna tell me this off the wall anime that I've never heard of in my life. Like I, the the people that I will say are not real anime people is if you tell me that Dragon Ball Z. No offense to Dragon Ball Z, even though I grew up on that too. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, freaking. My Hero Academia, like the base. If I if I know the anime, then you're probably not an anime person because I am not an anime person. Like I feel like that's like when it's like uh, okay. Uh, let me see if I can make a good example. It's like the people that like ma- that tell me their favorite singer is a mainstream artist. If that All makes right. sense, yeah. Like, like oh, I'm 100%. a real I'm a real hip hop guy. Who's your favorite rapper? Jay-Z. I mean, that's a really good rapper, but everybody knows Jay-Z. Now, if you told me Tech 9 I'm like, okay, well, maybe you're trying to have a real hip-hop head, even though Tech 9 is kind of... People know Tech 9 But anyways, that's not the point. But yeah, so like, and it's not so much the, the hard... Like, the hardcore ones, because the hardcore ones could be a bit much, too. But the people that claim they're anime people, even though all they do is watch Sailor Moon, is like, kind of like, where I'm like, you're not really an anime person. And number one, clubbing. To be frank, I just rather either go to a bar or just kick back either at my house or at a friend's house and just chill. Um, I don't, I mean, I like to dance, but 
I don't like screaming in someone's ear just to hold a conversation. And I feel like eventually, okay. I think eventually some people just grow out of it. Like there's some people that, that still go clubbing and they're like in their 40s and 50s. But I mean, I think eventually people just grow out of clubbing. Like at one point, you're just like, eh, it's just not what I want to do today. So to reiterate my three down, which obviously are the ones that I find overrated, are tacos, anime, and club. All right, all right. I got you, I got you. All right. So mine, um, number three is, I know this is going to sound weird, it's Pizza Hut. Because there's... A lot of mom and pop shops that sell pizza. Some of them are like really good. Some of them even have a brick oven. And everybody automatically assumes, hey, let's go, to, let's go get pizza. Everybody already thinks Pizza Hut. You know, Pizza Hut is good. I'm not talking down on it. It's just, I don't know, man. I feel like it's overrated for what they sell, you know? So, is it, is it the mainstream anime? <laughs> the mainstream. Is, is Pizza yeah, Hut the mainstream much. anime of pizza? pizza? Pizza Hut is a mainstream anime. Yes, yes, it is. All right. Number two is McDonald's. McDonald's is, I'm going to say it's overhyped in the sense that no matter where you go, there's one in every corner and it's always, there's always a line. And I'm like, how? Why, how can you eat all that? I mean, you know me. I used to love the spicy chicken sandwich in there. Dude, that's all I would use, hunt spices. Now, if I want a spicy chicken sandwich, I go to Chick-fil-A. Well, that's because it's the lowest chicken. It's just, I mean, it's just, I, I just, I don't know, man. McDonald's, to me, just kind of already, it, it took too, it took too long. It took too much. Already, no, you're completely right, man. I mean, compared to Chick Fil A, which I mean, there's, there's no, you can't compare, you can't compare Chick Fil A to anybody because Chick Fil A outtrumps everyone and everything. Because mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it, Chick Fil A, man. Like I said, those people deserve fifteen. It, honestly, they, they deserve more. Like I mean, they deserve foot rubs. They, they deserve massages. Not the ones that Sean Watson likes, but they deserve massages. Um, they, 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 they deserve to. For it to have people risk it all for them is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, love, I love you, Chick fil A. So, so, but I mean, I know I understand McDonald's has a price and, you know, it's because of the price and it's the convenience, but it's just the, the same that it used to be, how it was for us when we were growing up. It's not the same anymore. It's totally different. So that's why it's our number two. It's overrated. People are still like, hey, let's go get McDonald's. I'm like, what the fuck, really? You know? So, Number my number one. I don't know. I'll get some heat on this one. Kim Kardashian. I feel like she's I, overrated. I can I can kind of see it. I can I can kind of see it at least initially, but I think like I feel like she's done a little bit more now. Where I'm like, okay, I see you, Kim K. Well, now, yeah, but like I'm back then, it was just <sighs> like all she had was that reality TV show. And then she had the yeah. sex tape, and then she just got passed around by the NBA. <laughs> wow, yeah. God, that was horrible. Yeah, so I mean, I can see it. Yeah. So to reiterate, 
Number three, Pizza Hut. Number two, McDonald's. Number one, Kim Kardashian. All right. Now for the three up. Once again, these are the things we find underrated. And to kick things off with Spencer, number three, insert name FC. Aww. And the hard yeah. work you guys put into the show. Let's give y'all a round of applause. Only there because I wanted it to be the set. Wanted it to be said first. Aw, thanks, man. You're part of that too, buddy. You're also part yeah. of insert name FC. He's a big part of it too. All right, number two, Duluth Workwear. Um, I don't know if ever you ever seen those commercials, but they, they make me think that this no. is the this is the apparel for fat guys. <laughs> is what I think it's, and I and I firmly believe that it's probably true. Because here we are, slightly pricey but worth it, especially when with their armacello cooling boxers with the ball pouch, so no more sticky balls. That just sounds. <laughs> that sounds great, by the way. But <laughs> I might look into you know, like I see the commercials and I say like these guys care about fat people. Like, that's literally what it get. What just look at the commercials? Like literally, it's just like you know, hey, fat guys, we we feel you. We got clothes for you, and I'm just really appreciative of that. Yeah. Um. All so right. I had to look into getting some Duluth. Uh. And number <laughs> one, word of mouth promotions. The grassroots gorilla promoting in the streets and businesses. Let's face it, man. At the end of the day, word of mouth is what helps you. Once you, when the, it's the basics of marketing. It's true. I mean, and, and I mean, as you can see with with unhinged sports, and of course us. You know, we're constantly trying to promote our stuff. Um, you know, some people probably, you know, like eventually it's gonna get caught on. You know, like that's that that's the reason to do all this. This is the reason why we grind. And I mean, I mean, we'll say it early later on, but you know, unhinged sports never man. They're doing some things. So, and I mean, we're doing some things too. I mean, we did recently hit a thousand downloads um, a while back. So, once again, thank you for all those that that has been listening. But yeah, so to reiterate, his three up, um, it's insert name FC, which is us, uh, the loop workwear, and word of mouth promotions. So that is his three up. For my three up, once again, this is our things that we find underrated. Now, number three, Octavia Spencer. Um, if you guys don't know who Octavia Spencer is, she's a very talented actress, um, has won Best Supporting Actress in, the, I think, in the Academy Awards. I just think this woman kills whatever she does. And she also proves my point that comedians are one hell of an actor. They make great actors. Look at Tom Hanks. Look at, uh, look at Robin Williams. Comedians just know how to because, like I feel like they just they just know how to be a serious character. I don't know what it is. I mean, look at Chris Rock right now in Fargo. So I mean, I think she just continues to prove the point. Like she could be in a comedy, she could be in a drama, she could be even in a scary movie, and she does a really really good job. Um. So and I mean, I just realized that Spencer and her share the same last name. Maybe maybe Spencer and Octavia Spencer are related. I mean, she's also from Alabama. Spencer, are you are you hiding something from me? <laughs> you related to somebody famous and you just don't want to say it? Because I mean, if that's the case, we we should have had some support as of right now. <laughs> nah, we love you, Spencer, and we also love Octavia Spencer. Well, I don't know about that word. <laughs> number three, Octavia Spencer. She's number, huh? I was like, she freaked me out in Mama. See, killed it. She killed it. That's how you know she scared somebody. She scared the hell out of me too. Number two, candles. 
nothing shows you, nothing seems so, like, nothing's classier than a candle, Edward. It, 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 one, it makes your, makes certain areas smell better, especially in bathrooms. I feel like if you don't have, a, I'll tell you this, if I don't see a candle in your bathroom, this, I'm like, this, this is going to stink. This place is going to stink. I don't know why. Not, not, not a good thing to assume, but I'm just like, I just don't think these people really care about the bathroom if they don't have a candle. But it's just, it, it's everything. I mean, it, it shows you, it, it could be something that looks really good as a decorative piece. It could be useful because of obviously it, you know, it helps make the area smell better. It can also be used outside to help mosquitoes from coming near your area. People don't, don't mention that. And if you are in a relationship, well, what sets the, what sets the mood better than a candle? So yeah, candles, number two. And number one, and if anybody has ever drank late at night and you under, and you know how crucial this place is, especially if you're just way too drunk or you're just hungover, and that is Waffle House. The food is somehow it just it heals drunk people. You don't go there for the cleanliness. You don't go there for the service, that's for sure. You go there because the food cures you. And that is my most, that's my number one. To reiterate my three up is Octavia Spencer, who also could be related to Russell Spencer, um, Candles, and Waffle House. Mm-hmm. There you go. So now my top three were underrated. I want to say books. Books like just to read. Um, nothing bad about Audible. I just, you know, I, I love Audible. I have a subscription, but every now and again, you know, you just kind of want to sit back down. How are you seeing the old days where you just sat and down and read a book? You know, I'm not talking about reading a book in the car while you're driving. I'm talking about actually taking the time to sit down and actually reading. I mean, you see me, I have books, a lot of books, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's an underrated, some, I think, I feel like that's something that's underrated is books, like actual physical paper in your hand. <clears throat> and you would, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's my thing. Um, number two is My number two is, I want to say, underrated, is Aquaman, the movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. you know, Jason Momoa did make uh, Aquaman look badass, so I can, I can get that. Well, the thing is, yeah, but also because it's a DC movie. You know, so DC usually they're known for their shows, but for their movies, they're known as like, eh, the movies are going to suck. I feel like Aquaman was one of those movies that actually made it to where Marvel is in the movie section. <clears throat> so, yeah, I feel like that's my number two is Aquaman. Like you said, Jason Momoa he killed it as Aquaman. He made Aquaman look like an actual beast. Um, so, yeah, that's my number two. And then my number one. <sighs> that one has to be pre-workout. 
it's under I feel like it's underrated because people just use it for freaking out, but you can actually use it at the beginning of your day, kinda like coffee. You know? Um it has that extra caffeine boost and I mean I I use it personally and then instead of using like monster energy drinks, I'd rather use pre workout. Okay. Because because monster I feel has too much sugar. I mean I know there's sugar free monsters now, but I mean I'm talking about like just the regular monster or just the regular energy drinks that you know it just kind of gives you that kick in the ass and then all of a sudden you just have that crash pre workout. I feel it gives you that fucking it wakes you up and then slowly kind of tends to work into your body until you finally have to take a piss. That's how it works for me. So that's my thing. That's our number one pre workout. Okay. So to reiterate, number three, books. Number two, um, God, I just had a massive brain fart. Number two? <laughs> yeah, Aquaman. number two. How <laughs> cool. Had a big head brain fart, bro. Diarrhea. And yeah, number one is pre-workout. So, yeah. So that is our three up, three down. And that is the show, man. Um, we want to give a shout out to the Unhinged Sports Network. Man, congratulations on 20,000 listeners worldwide. It's really huge. It's, we're, like, like we've said plenty of times, man, we're, we're glad we're part of the Unhinged Sports Network. It's been nothing but great since we, since we joined the network, honestly. and um, all the podcasts that are in there, Far End of the Bench, J Dash Show, uh, High Low Sports, shout out to Kelsey. Um, the Reserves, uh, Main Event Marks, who does a, it's a really interesting podcast, by the way. If you're a wrestling fan and you don't listen to Main Event Marks, you're missing out on some really good, uh, re, like they basically rewatch like a wrestling event and then they kind of break it down. They even give you like some historical breakdowns, like from that time period, and then obviously break down the event itself. So it's a really interesting podcast. Highly recommend it, especially if you're into wrestling or you just like listening to like uh, like reviews of of things from the past. So really good podcast, but a lot of great a lot of great podcasts in that in that in the network and also the the network specific shows, which is now available on Anchor as well now. So not only if you miss it on the on on our twenty four hour twenty four hour coverage on unhingedsn.com, then you can catch it on Anchor as well. Um, especially Unhinged FC, which me and Edward are a part of with Kelsey. And of course, they have High Heater, their baseball show. They have they have a race day Unhinged, which obviously they cover NASCAR and some really good races if you're into racing. And um, and, and much, much more, man. It's a really great. Uh, it's been really great to be part of the network. If you want to follow them, because they're, they're, they're aiming to get to 200 followers on, on, this, on Twitter, follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged. Shout out to Alejandro Gomez and ANG Graphics for the creation of the Instagram of logo. You can follow them on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. And once again, that's at a.g.graphics with an X. Um, hit her up if you're looking to have a logo created for yourself or for your business. And of course, shout out to the main man for us, man. Our most underrated this should be our number one underrated thing. Underrated for uh, insert name FC. Number one. 
for us, and that is, of course, our producer and most likely related to Octavia Spencer, Roosevelt Spencer. <laughs> uh, obviously, he makes our beats. He's the reason why, honestly, how why this show is, it has all its cool stuff and cool features, and then the occasional bruh that he throws in there every once in a while. Um, Spencer is just... We appreciate Spencer, man. Spencer is the best thing to happen to us. Um, at least when I was in the Marine Corps, he was a great friend. He's a great friend, and now uh, Edward gets to experience Spencer as well. So I'm happy that somehow my two worlds got to collide at this point. But yeah, so you can follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, it's at that guy dope if you're looking to do some sort of collaboration with him. Because let's be honest, man, when you're when you have a podcast and you have your own original beat. It just sounds so much better. Uh, it's like, okay, that's that's insert name FC right there. That's what it kind of like makes me think of when the, when when I decided to talk to Spencer about creating a, an intro and outro for the show is because I wanted us to stand out, and I think he did a really damn good job about it. But yeah, that is episode thirty three. Thanks for listening, and catch us next week for episode thirty four. And if you're from Houston, Texas. You know why the number 34 is special. So we'll definitely talk about that, even though it's not soccer related, but it is a special number to the city of Houston. So catch you next week for episode 34. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.